Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way, and you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable. Away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's spill. Oh, hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us for another episode of The Spill, coming to you from Croatia, Australia, and New Zealand. Beck's ready for a wine. I'm ready for a coffee. And ladies, did I just see that you cracked open a champagne? Did I see a champagne? Oh, yes, you did. (laughs) I think I caught it. Excellent. So obviously we only get guests on the call who are open to uh, drinking uh, because it is called The Spill. And and it's a prerequisite because we know that, you know, it can just bring out some really great ideas and conversations. So I'm excited to see where this one may lead. Now, everyone listening in, I want to let you know who is on because I know sometimes Beck and I just do mini episodes and you're probably thinking, righto girls, let's move this along. Can we have a guest now? And we have guests. So we have the beautiful Kate and Matilda joining us and these ladies are from Expansive Direction. So essentially what these women do, which listen in really closely because I know we've got ambitious women on the call listening in, is these women help you and other companies who are having an identity crisis, who are feeling lack in fulfillment to really draw out your unique essence and translate that into the physical world. They really help you find your unique self-expression. And they do this through business direction, creative direction, including photography, including bringing out yourself into your business. Um, And I know I'm excited for this conversation because I think so many of us, we get We get stuck in the noise of social media. We get stuck in uh, being told to be authentic, uh, but maybe not being able to channel that through the screen. Um, We get stuck in, gosh, sometimes even just knowing who the hell we are in this noisy world. Um, And I know that you ladies, that's what you dive deep into and really help people find what is their message? What is their gift? What do they need to bring out into the world through their business as the vehicle? So welcome, ladies. It is so good to have you on the call. How are you both? very well thank you we are so excited to be here <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun it is it's always fun so look I'm gonna um throw it over to Beck to kick us off because we do rapid fire as everyone knows listening in which allows everyone to get you get to know you ladies a little bit better so Beck um by the way everyone listening in we're actually it's funny so we're on the podcast here but we've had to uh take our um video off because it's you know it's not really coming through well so it's quite awkward that we're sitting here these all these ladies are having a drink it's early morning for me so I'm not an alco so I've decided not to um (laughs) but we're speaking to each other on a blank screen so this is definitely going to be fun but Beck I'm going to hand it over to you let's crack into rapid fire and get to know Kate and Matilda a bit better Yeah, before we do that, I would like to bring something to um, the attention. And the girls have already earned themselves a gold star. Nick, when you asked how they were, because we can't see them, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. And I actually think they might have been drinking. 
Hence, there was a bit of a delay when they answered how they were. Where have you been from the start? Uh, really good. Beck, Beck, were you on the call at the start when they said that they've got champagne? Yeah, I was, but you know, yeah, I saw that. But what I'm saying is, no, I didn't miss it. I saw it before our cameras went off. But when you said, ladies, welcome, how are you? It was like, this is awkward. They're not saying maybe their mouths are full of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is what we organized, remember? I know. It was, <laughs> it was I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, ladies, I'm going to ask the first question. So the first question is just going to be um, to Kate. So Kate, can you tell me what's the best compliment you've ever got? Gotten, gotten, oh, sorry. I like the way you listen. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I nearly went to hair. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I I really like it when people recognize my internal uh <laughs> my internal way of being. So yeah, I like the way you listen. Yeah, well. what a great quality as well. I love that. Matilda, describe yourself mm. in just three words, please. Oh, um, intense, um, Taurus and quirky. I love it. Did, did you say tense? Intense, intense, oh, in yeah. Intense, sorry, I thought you said <laughs> Constantly <laughs> tense. Like champagne will help, you'll be fine. And, and also, was that quirky or thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically it was quirky. Yes. Yeah, yeah quirky. Nice. Okay. Um, gosh, we've got our funny pants on tonight, don't we? Um, okay, Kate, um, if life is a game, what's the number one rule? Cheat. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, uh, find a way to be creative and have fun doing it. Nice. For cheating. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matilda, can... what's... Oh, sorry, go, Nick. That's awkward. I was just going to say, when you said cheat, I'm like, are you talking about when I used to wear a hat in high school and sit next to a smart person so I could just have a quick of a look over to the side and see what they were choosing in their exam? Sorry, go, Nick. <laughs> it's called innovation. I like innovation. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda, what's the best piece of advice you've been given in the last 12 months? Ooh. Mm. The silent moments don't necessarily mean inaction. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Okay. That's just set the mood, I think. But I am I've got one more cake. It's like, it's so, it is, this is so awkward, but it's totally fine. Kate, no, the question's not awkward, just this setting is, but we are going to, this is going to be the best podcast we've ever done. I just know it. Um, Kate, I want to know, what are you reading or listening to right now? I'm listening to Ex Existential Kink and by Carolyn, uh, Carolyn, by Carolyn, and it is the best book I've ever I've got it on audio and it's the best book I've ever read I don't know if you or your listeners have read it um it's about shadows and um so spirituality integrating your shadows like looking at the things that we push down so like for example 
we may judge or judge other people, for example, but it's looking at that judgment and going, yeah, yeah, I judge people. And is that okay? Like, what do I get out of that? And accepting that as part of yourself instead of being all fluffy and light and pretending that we don't. Mm, that's, I'm going to have to get the details for that. I like that. That's going to be added to my list. And everyone listening, I hope you are going to put that in because anything these ladies, it's kind of like anything these ladies recommend. It's like if, you know, they say if someone, someone successful has something, just go and do what it is they do. That's, that's what's going to happen. So thank you for your recommendation. You're welcome. I was like, I hope that makes sense. But yeah, it's great. It's a great read. Amazing. Um, okay, thank you for playing rapid fire. Um, we are going to kick into it now and I'm going to kick up the first question. So um, ladies talk to us because everyone has a journey. And Nick and I and all of our listeners would love to know what was it that had you ladies come together and work together? Oh. Sorry. Oh. That's my dog. <laughs> we can pause it Just if you like in the <laughs> um wait a second he, he's got something it's a part of it it's totally fine yeah um would you be able to ask the question again please yeah yes of course so um basically can you talk to us ladies about your journey yeah yeah so our journey has been a really interesting one so um I feel like we've both been on a similar journey towards where we've been going. So Kate has, you know, for, and this is me speaking for her, obviously, but been diving into, you know, the meaning of life and the things around you. And I've always kind of dived into what is like expression and the self-expression and how can people kind of come to that? So um, we met uh, each other in self-development training last year, March last year. And then from that, it kind of developed into a relationship of like, how can we begin programs together? So uh, because we had a lot of clients that were, well, I want to work with Kate. I want to work with Matilda. Um, which order do we work with you in? You know, and at that time, you know, Kate was doing the solely photo shoots and I was doing more shopping and personal styling. So um, so we decided to put a program together to see how that would work. And it's kind of developed from there into this deepening of what we can actually offer people, um, as well as, you know, how we can find fulfillment ourselves. And it's been a really interesting journey from that. So what do you think, Kay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we've, and we both come with, from really creative backgrounds as mm. well, you know, Matilda being a stylist, yeah, but she also, um, was a clothing designer as well. She had her own label, her own shop on the Sunshine Coast. Um, and then I have a background in interior design and um, I it designed nursery furniture. I had my own nursery furniture company as well. So both super creative, both got into the mindset coaching. We both are NLP practitioners. So we're like, okay, how do we combine our creativity and our, our mindset work into helping others? And it's been really fun. Mm. I love that. I just, I think it's so special that you only met just over a year ago and 
found each other's gifts and found that you had this collaborative space to work in and formed this business and formed this offering for other people. Um, because I think often that, you know, sometimes people can be scared of that and they can walk away from that or, you know, not trust themselves to go into a collaborative partnership. And I just think that's really special. So congratulations for you ladies for, for just recognizing it and then running with it. And I'm sure all your clients are very glad that you have as well. Um, can we talk, can we talk about branding as a whole? Because what really is it? Like, I feel like everyone can get maybe confused. It's like, well, is it marketing? Is it part of advertising? Is it part of messaging? Is it what I look like? Is it nice photos on Instagram? Like branding is kind of this big umbrella. So can you guys just drill down some understanding for those listening in? Like what, what's the importance of branding, but what really is it for themselves as maybe a personal brand and also their business brand? Mm, such a great question and um yeah certainly something that a lot of people can get stuck on and I mean I view branding as it's it's your identity it's your persona or your characteristics it's your defining characteristics of what people um perceive of you so um your brand could simply be you know if you take out any kind of business context um your brand is like hey Nicole's coming for dinner your brand is going to be that image that that person creates around Nicole, that person that is coming to for dinner. So um, that is, it's what is projected before you that people perceive of you, um, whether that is taken as a negative or positive or as a thing. So um, when it comes to business, we can you know, therefore like become really strategic in the brand that you therefore put out because, um, and this is another aspect where people can get stuck, especially when entrepreneurs, you know, we are all things. Um, so that can get really intertwined. It's like, well, this is just my personal life. I actually don't want to broadcast this. So we can actually narrow down what a, a brand is into a really strategic, consistent model or character that you will put out into the world that's going to be easily interpreted and connected emotionally to your audience so that they can then you know be willing to approach you so um, your brand is you know and Gary Vee talks a lot about this in like different terms as well it's if you don't have a brand you don't have a business because your your brand is that person that that person wants to actually work with and connect with your business I view it as is is the delivery model like so you know for example if you take you know Kate and myself people are working with us because we're Kate and Matilda and um, they like the culture that will be developing around you know expansive direction um, and they'll like the personalities that we are um, but in the end when they actually set up to work with us, that the company that we form is the delivery model. The brand is why they choose to work with us. So you can kind of see actually thinking about it now, why the algorithm is changing on Instagram to, to be more videos because the videos actually mm. show the essence. It shows the energy of the person and who they are. And, you know, we're humans. That's what brings us to mm. another human is the hum, human aspect. So yeah, yeah, because yeah. like the most important aspects of creating a persona that people are going to connect with is, uh, I think it was like something like 50, 57% of it is visual, 
So that's why, you know, we focus a lot of visuals, appearance and how you set the tone. Um, and that doesn't mean you need to be, you know, a fashion influencer that everything's on point um, that doesn't necessarily create a successful brand um, and then I think it was like something you know another hefty percentage is tone so tonality how you speak the tone of voice that you use in the delivery and then seven percent is words so seven percent actually comes into the you know the actual words that you use because people are already being persuaded by you know the, the larger percentage of the brand which is visuals and then tonal tonality so it's very very interesting I could geek out on this all day this is what I love to geek out on so. <laughs> it's really cool and I love how the simplicity of how you've explained that I really love how you've said it's you know it's finding that essence it's what you know when people think of you or, or speak your name what are the, the three things that maybe that come up for them what are the feelings what are the visuals um what are the words depending on you know, which one they, they senses they usually go to. Um, and then the the business is the modality. It's just the vehicle that gets it out into the world. I really love that because I think often, um, and I've been there myself as well with, oh, do I hide behind the business name? And do I put that at the forefront? And I think, you know, often we can get stuck if you're listening in thinking, oh, I've only got a small audience or I don't think I need a personal brand. Like I'm not an influencer or I'm not a, you know, celebrity influencer or, you know, a big entrepreneur like Gary Vee. But um, it's important that we all have that brand, right? Because it's actually just as important that we are who we are and we get that out into the world. Oh, absolutely. And, and I feel like it's important to recognize that you as a person already have a brand. Mm. Like whether you... You so, have a brand. You have a brand. You have a brand. <laughs> <laughs> like whether you, you know, you may not use the terminology or may not accept that you are an influencer until whatever, but you already have a brand. And what's cool is that um, if you want to, you can begin recognize commonalities in, in your brand as well. We all have patterns that we operate by that we can then effortlessly and authentically amplify as a more formal formal brand model I guess you could say yeah um, it's um I'm learning so much as well and you know I I would love to know there has to be um you know you gave percentages before about what it is that um people are stuck on and what they probably need to you know what was it 50 percent of um it needs to be visual was that right um, so basically, um, human nature, uh, back to, you know, the evolution of humanity, homo sapiens, all that kind of stuff, we base first impressions on a percentage of overwhelmingly, the majority of percentage is visuals. So we're, we're making a story based on the visual that we are seeing in front of us. Got you. So Got you. Yeah, so this is why, you know, Instagram is, you know, so important, TikTok and all those visual categories. Um, after that, we then place a high importance on the tonality to create an interpretation of that person, whether they're trustworthy or whether they're likable or whether they're credible. Um, and then we place the least amount of importance on words. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, I would love to know when people come to you, what is it that they are mostly stuck on? Like, why are they coming to you? Have you found a percentage of people are coming to you for 
because they just don't know where to start. They're confused. What is it? And when it, when it comes to branding. Mm, it's interesting. This is why we've recently pivoted from expansive branding agency to expansive direction, because we were, we were just working with the tip of the iceberg. We were giving, you know, we were doing the styling and the photo shoots and the branding kits and, and that was great. Um, however, what is, as we mentioned before, what is more important is that inner work and knowing yourself from the inside out first. So we've had to shut down someone, like I shut down someone to come to me for a, a brand photo shoot. And I'm like, well, what do you want? And she's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, okay, cool. What's your brand? She's like, oh, I'm not, I don't really know. And I'm like, okay, well, like, I love you. This comes with a whole lot of love and respect, but I can't create that for you. You need to know who you are. You need to know what you want. You need to know what your brand is about. Like, what's the feeling? What's the emotion behind that? So in saying that, the the ones that do come to us, they have they have a bit of a story. They have a bit of an idea idea of what they want to bring to the world but they don't know how to extract that inner uh things that they hold important to them that inner that inner beauty that inner depth and so what Matilda and I do best is yeah extracting that and amplifying that and bringing it out into the physical world via you know whether it's a, a photo shoot and then Matilda first, you know, dressing them. So we use this really great, which we're launching very soon, um, profiling mechanism, like where we combine a whole lot of things to identify who you are inside. Like um, it's a profiling tool um, and then really extract that, bring it out, make you aware of how you work, you know, how you interact with other people, like what's your leading like if you're creative all these things and then bring it out in the way you dress the way you show up to the world the way your home is mm. I don't know if I answered your question <laughs> I did so it's, no. it's interesting like as yeah Kate was saying like um a lot of people may come to us because they are launching a campaign or because they're going for a transition in business or life or they may come to us because they're like oh they're triggered by the need of a photo shoot however mm -hmm. what we found that all our sessions are around is actually finding who they are and therefore how we can take it to the world because mm. that's what I was going to ask just listening to you then is we can all get stuck with things right so when they come to you and, and like you said they've got a bit of an idea of what they want to put out in the world but what what's the piece that we're usually like why is it we don't know who we are why is it that they're stuck on being able to communicate the depths of what, what we want to get out into the world, what we can deliver, what we're great at? Is that something that you ladies have uncovered? Because I think that's such a common thing. You know what I feel it is? I feel like there is so many people out there trying to do the same thing and we get lost in other people's stories. And so it's a disconnect from yourself, from your true story, from what you're really feeling inside um, you know, we can go existential and go it's society, it's the environment, it's generational. And yes, it's all those things. However, you know, it's really because, you know, now we're spending so much time in other people's worlds and it's like, okay, well, who am I? Mm. Who am I? And, 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 you know, 
that's actually a, a great story. When Matilda and I started working together, we were, we came in two separate people, started working together. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm a, a bit like her. And Matilda was like, oh, maybe I'm a bit like Kate. And so we got confused. We were working as one instead of two separate beings. And so we had to like extract ourselves from each other and, um, and finding what was true for us again. And I'm really that's that's what's important to us you know you would know in being in the online world that the word authenticity is thrown around a lot and it's nice to say you know be authentic be authentic but really it comes down to finding your true essence like what lights you up who you are what your values are what your emotions how you work how you live your life and and that's your story yeah, I love that. And it actually touches on exactly what I want to go into next, which is this, you've said it, the whole authenticity thing, right? Because it's a buzzword along with vulnerability. They're actually, I think they're two trigger words for me when I see them on social media, because can I just ask ladies, like, what is it when someone, say if they're doing a post and it, and it says, um, you know, if someone says really authentic posts coming up, I'm like, nah, unfollow, got to go. You don't have to tell me you're being authentic. Shouldn't you just be it? So we've got this world where people are like, um, you know, I better tell someone now I'm about to be vulnerable. I'll tell someone now I'm about to be authentic. Well, you're, you're clearly not in yourself because it's not for me when I see that. I'm like, well, you're announcing something. You're not actually being it because if you were just being it, you just you be, you show up, you're in it. Um, you share it. So I just, let's talk about this in the sense of, I'm going to use the word, I'd love to find another word for it, but really um, the role of being you, the authenticity, the role that that plays in your brand and in your business. Like, do you guys have some great examples or case studies of people who just, who just really do this well? Um, but again, just the importance of it. And I think, like you said, if we can talk about anything that helps because I know for us, and you nailed it, Kate, we have to take the time to understand who we are, like who we truly are, not the influence of our of the world or our partner or our kids or our environment. It takes time to sit with yourself. And there's a lot of friction when you sit with yourself and you have to work out what do you care about? What do you value? What makes you angry in this world? You know, who are you? What are your sensory experiences? How do you operate best? What do you need to thrive? Like, it actually, like, what do you want in life? Not, not what the world tells you you want, what, not what the world tells you sounds good, like what actually feels good for you. It takes time to really do that. But what's the importance of really bringing that role of authenticity out into a brand, especially today when it's so noisy in the online world? Mm. One thing I will quickly say is Maya Hannah, who is, an excellent um, coach, she calls authenticity sincerity. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a, it's, and that was a really nice reframe for me instead of being authentic and is, is sincere, in, sincere. So coming from a place of sincerity, which is much more. Mm -hmm. I'll allow Matilda to continue with that. Yeah, authenticity is so interesting. And it was definitely a trigger for me like a year ago. Like, you know, they'll be like, I just, because I get, you know, when I ask people, I'm like, hey, do you want to work on it? They're like, I just really want an authentic style. So don't feel like I need to work with a stylist because I just want to be authentically me. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> so how uh, so how do you feel like you're being authentically you now and they wouldn't generally be able to answer me um so there's this and I used to be triggered because there was all this like conjured up this I'm like okay so you have a perception around stylists completely changing who you are um, and therefore that is the only thing that can create that so I just found that very very interesting so I used to steer away from that word and I've recently been you know coming back to it um, because you know and particularly people who I work with, like they're always intrigued by working with myself and Kate, they go, Oh, I thought we'd have to completely change ourselves. I thought, you know, for me in particular, I go, I thought you'd come in and throw everything out of my wardrobe. I'm like, why would I do that? Like, you know, you've chosen these things from a place and a journey over a lifetime. There's truth to them. There's aspects of self that you are, intuitively being guided to choose so that comes from a deep unconscious authentic place which you may not realize yet so authenticity is an interesting concept that I don't think many people are ready to surrender to yeah um, because there's also the most risky of places to go to we have nowhere to hide when we show our authentic self when we show aspects of self that you know come from trends or from other people then we have something we feel we can hide behind when you show your authentic self you create something that is incredibly memorable and sincere and those are what great brands great businesses great personas are built on however they also build on great risk as well. And mm -hmm. it's it's generally a great perceived risk, a great perceived risk to self because that is what expression and authenticity is. It's an express, like to express something is to externalize it. Um, and if you're externalizing it, it means you're becoming vulnerable, which was the other buzzword, right, for you? Vulnerable to um, at the what you feel is the deepest form of self. So it's a very, very interesting thing that we've had a look at. And it's something that I've studied a lot in terms of like how, if you go, we go back to the branding and how incredible, memorable, you know, those purple cows are made. If you go into Seth Godin's world, right? Mm. Um, they're all built on unique authenticity that derives from either the unique culture of a company or the unique uh, aspect of the personality of the person who's created it. Mm, I love it. As I'm listening to this, I just think everyone listening in, we ha you have to go on this journey because why get to the end of whether it's your business, whether it's this beautiful life that we have and not discover this stuff, you know, like going through life where we're so easily influenced by someone else's opinions or their um, their wants or their needs, how exhausting. And, and also I think, gosh, what a ripoff, like what a ripoff that we're giving to the world because we all have this unique gift and ideas, no doubt, and contribution that we can add. And I, I guess that's the downside of social media is for me at the moment, everything's the same, same right? You get a trending reel, mm. you know, a trending, like everyone, it's kind of like a, a cookie cutter thing right now. So, um, 
you know, I know yeah. Beck's got another question for you guys, but and that's just my personal feelings, you know, and, and that's why I really love when I find someone who I can, who I go, oh my God, the essence of them is just out. Like, you know, they're just, they're fully themselves. They get who they are. They show up as who they are. And, and that's who I connect with. Um, I think the other yeah. stuff, for me, it depletes me. It, it really, yeah. you know, that's why I have to be very, um, you know, even structured with time on social media. I turn off all notifications. I just, I, I want it to be a functional thing for me, but making sure that I guess kind of like you said at the start, Matilda, that it's simply my modality to get out who I am, but it's not, um, it, it doesn't own me, right? Or I don't, I don't have to show up for it in a certain way. I need to use, it uses, I use it to show up for me. And I don't know if that makes sense, but I just know at the moment, I just see a lot of the same, same stuff. It feels really um, empty and I get depleted from it. So please, and I want to go on this journey, but anyone listening in, let's do the work because the world needs more than, you know, batshit boring. Mm. Oh, I like oh, yeah. that batshit bat boring, Nick. You've, you've summed that up quite well. And, you know, I'll just speak personally. The last couple of weeks, I haven't even wanted to be on social media. And I know, Nick, you went through this one stage at once. And, and I'm ladies, I'm sure whether you've been through this or if you're listening and you've had that, it's, it's, it's then you, you, you take that reset and realize, well, why was I showing up in the first place? You go back to like, even the word for me at the moment coming up is originality. I just want to be original. I want to be myself. And um, I would love leading into this is our last question. And I'm, I'm really keen to find out what, what you ladies are going to say, but can you let all of us know what some of your top tips are to add meetings straight away to your online presence and be seen today. And as we spoke about, it's so noisy in the online world, but can you give us a few top tips right now that we can all just implement um, to take things up another level? To take things up another level, um, it's really interesting. I was just picking up on the originality and it's like, can I just, sorry, can I just go on a tangent just for a minute? There's something that you, I realized when yes. you said originality. <laughs> I'm like, isn't it interesting how social media, I'm 36, how social media has made us all realize that we're not so original. Like we are all still so original within ourselves, so our unique presence. But perhaps, you know, when we were younger, we didn't realize there are so many other people in the world doing so many similar things to me. And so, yeah, now we're on social media. We're like, fuck, like these people like what I like and these people want to do what I want to do. And it's like the collective energy, right? But mm. that was just a really interesting um, realization. <laughs> at the same time wanting to be totally authentic <laughs> so tips um so, okay. I, so she's so caught up in she's so caught up in it and it's it is such a cool thing maybe we can do another podcast on that because it sounds like you've got a lot to talk on that so and it's a whole nother I mean everything touches everything but it could be another um Nick, write that down. It could be something else that we could do next time. But yeah, ladies, what are your top three tips? I mean, absolutely. Going back to that, that's like why profiling is so incredible and archetypes because it gives you a sense of like, oh, this could be a core demographic that I could speak to and also realizing that you can become a thought leader in your own specific way as well. So it's all very interesting. Anyway, 
we're focusing down. <laughs> so top, top three on, on, just, on being authentic. I feel my number one is really getting in touch with your core values um, and the emotions that drive them. So what there's there's a process that you can find quite easily, like find out what are your values and then how do they make me feel? And then those emotions are your top three drivers for you personally. And then you can use them in, you know, whether it's connecting to your audience, whether bringing joy into your life, they are the emotions that drive you and connecting to them and that they are yours authentically. Hmm. I always go back when you want to really shop strategically and authentically, um, and something you can implement now is looking at your color palette. So your color palette is a really easy freaking like it's it's a it's so easy to implement to create consistency even as you experiment with different things because like it's good to try different things on and find like oh that didn't quite fit well I'm not going to speak like that again or I'm going to but your color palette is an easy way to create consistency that's going to create you know trust and all that kind of stuff um in how you show up that's going to propel you forward and you can implement it right now so that how we I create a color palette and how we create a color palette is looking at your um body type so you can even do you know a quick doodle search to find out if you're um, what your color undertone is and you can build a color palette from there like all successful branding has a concise color palette that acts as a framework that you can be creative in so that's a massive thing. Mm. Number number three to be authentic is completely let go that you of the story that you're telling yourself that you have to be a certain way. Mm. You don't have to be anything. Like, yeah, there's just you, there is no rule in life that you have to be anything that you are not. So really extract, do the inner work, as you were saying before, mm. like find who you are, what lights you up and go with that because that's you. Mm. Especially now, because what we're working towards is our your mission. What you want to work towards is your mission. And that can come in in so many different ways, especially if you want to utilize new algorithms um, which is like you know more duetting all those kind of things so if you know your core why then you can authentically do it duet or leverage um, a range of other you know profiles that will allow you to go in a certain direction with a core understanding that you're still you know sticking to what you want to speak to rather than spreading yourself too thin that's where intentions come into, yeah, right? Intention. Like you can set the intentions like, okay, so I'm going to do a certain duet. I don't know, mm. Matilda's on TikTok. I'm not, I like, guess, duet, I don't know, a split. No, what's it called? A stitch. Stitch. <laughs> a stitch. I'm, I'm up with the lingo. And um, yeah. Yeah. Intention is powerful. So going in with the, like, and that's energetics, right? Yeah. So you want to set your energetics into that realm as well because you don't want to I mean hopefully you don't want to um become off as like you know belittling or bitter or anything like that it's quite different with the energetics of people that you know some people can go oh cool you just come off as like really funny or like you know expansive to this stitch and the other person could be talking about the similar thing and come off as bitter and 
all that kind of that's a completely different conversation we'll go into that next time (laughs) I love that though you are you are so right though intention is just so powerful and I think um as I remember I you know learning it a long time ago and you know when you fall into I fell into sales roles and it was the biggest thing that I got taught like set your intention which sets the context um and it changes everything so whether it's when you know we're presenting ourselves on social media whether it's you're going in for a, a business meeting whether it's you're having a conversation with your family member if it's a tough conversation if it's a um, conversation with a client I just yeah you are right it is a whole nother conversation but it's just so important and ladies I love those tips finding your values the color palette I'm going to look into that that is really great if you've got any tips on that or if you've got it on your website the ladies might be able to find it um, and dropping all the rules because who really made them up anyway um, there are and we don't we don't like following them anyway we we make our own Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, ladies, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Um, and thank you for all of your knowledge and your wisdom and your heart and just, you know, speaking to us and, and helping all of us on our own journey. So we appreciate you so much. Can you let uh, everyone know where to connect with you, where to follow you and where they can access your goodness? Yeah, the best place would probably be Instagram over at Expansive Direction. Uh, we're redoing our website at the moment, so that's under apps. Um, but yeah, Expansive Direction is the best place to find us. Brilliant. Head on over, ladies, and thanks for tuning in for another episode. Thanks so much, Kate Matilda. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.